Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbecoach.com. Here on the Mindset for Life podcast, we look at ideas that help you reclaim your power and purpose in life, relationships, and work. This podcast is for you if you lead, teach, and serve others. You want things to get a little better each day, and you're ready to focus on your mindset to make it happen. Welcome to our fourth and final episode in a mini-series on finding more joy getting more joy in your life. You know, there's something about a life coaching and professional coaching that I really believe to be true. And perhaps you've come across this concept as well. That is that similarities attract similarities, or in other words, we attract what we're putting out. Now, the more happiness and joy we are generating, the more we're going to feel, the more things are going to come into our lives. That may sound like a simple idea, but it really is that we're getting out what we're putting into things. As we move into this fourth step in getting more joy or bringing more joy to your life, I'd like to just step through the last three episodes. The first one, we talked about measuring how your life feels, where you are starting from, and it was a wheel of life where we're just sort of looking at the domains you consider to be a good life for you and rating how happy or satisfied you are or even how joyful you are in each of these areas right now. Once you've done that, you can identify what's going well for you and where you'd like to make some changes. The second episode, we talked about values, identifying and checking on your values, and then noticing how closely aligned to living your values your life is right now. This too can help you identify some goals and areas where you'd like to make some changes right away, and you can just start taking little steps towards those changes. The third area we talked about last time was new skills. There are many areas where we can develop new skills that can bring a more positive focus to life, reframe what we might have previously given negative energy into, um, such as seeking the gratitude or the opportunity in situations, looking at situations as a gift or a learning opportunity. Uh, there's a skill called cognitive reframing where we consciously choose to make something out of a situation instead of seeing only the problem or challenges or the lack, even though those may exist, reframing it into a gift or an opportunity gives us every bit of power to move forward where the other perspective of seeing things as challenges and problems kind of closes us off our options, makes it more difficult to be resourceful and create a more positive future. So developing these new skills from last episode are really important ways to generate options, to create possibilities, and to start fostering a more positive approach that's going to invite joy. And long-term, joy is going to create a way of being where we're living with joy pretty regularly instead of just experiencing it once in a while by chance. Now, this last episode today, we're talking about your purpose. And your purpose is a huge deal. I've actually met people, some in my life coaching pursuits and executive coaching pursuits, who claim that there is no purpose to their lives or who believe life has no inherent purpose. I disagree. I completely believe life has purpose, I have a purpose, and I want every bit of my life to be focused on developing that purpose and fulfilling it. I want to pursue deeper meaning and purpose throughout my life, and I want to help you do the same. Because no matter what life brings or what we experience or invite into our lives, 
A sense of purpose can give us the passion, the commitment, the clarity to push through, to get to the other side, to make something even better than it has been, and to experience it instead of avoiding it or running away from it or getting lost in it or stuck in it. So purpose means a lot, and I think it is the clincher here on getting joy in life. Purpose isn't something that we can just flip a switch and feel. It takes a lot of steps to get clarity on our path to more purpose. Um, Although I've talked about the wheel of life, your values, and some new skills, there are a lot more pieces that I work one-on-one with people developing in life coaching. Specifically, I like to help people figure out what their gifts and talents are, what their personality is all about, and a lot of other things that help bring greater self-awareness and clarity to just who you are right now. And once we start doing that and emphasizing your strengths, it's a lot easier to look at your purpose. You can also do a little roadmap of your past and think about what got you to the point you are at right now, like what some of the most significant moments of your life have been to this point. And as you look over it, we want to look for trends, themes, uh, lessons learned, pivotal moments that led to the next thing. Um, I did this with a man when we were coaching at one time who was feeling quite negative about his past. In fact, he told me, there is no benefit in examining your past. It only brings pain. And I disagree. We did do the exercise. We created a life map of his past. And he identified all of these negative things he perceived to have happened in his life. And we started noticing themes, emotions, uh, achievements, and growth that came after each one of these moments. And what we were able to do was identify a growing tendency to be more and more resilient to push through a hard time to a greater personal victory. And I really think that trend is in pretty much everyone's life. And yours might be slightly different, but we're going to find a trend of goodness in your past leading up to now. Some of that can also help fuel your purpose. So this fourth step in bringing more joy into your life is to create a clear sense of purpose for yourself. This can be a long-term goal, something that means a lot to you and your values and your vision for what makes a good life. It could be something service-oriented that's going to have a positive impact on a cause or a group of people or solve a certain problem. It can be something that contributes bigger than ourselves. Perhaps it is art or expression of some kind. Or maybe you want to stretch your capacity and start consistently giving in a certain area professionally. Whatever it is, it's going to be something beyond you as an individual and something bigger than you that is a little bit more long-term. I want you to imagine where you'd like to be in a year, in two years, in five years, in 10 years. And even if you're older than 50, like I am, I want you to imagine that you're going to live to be 103 years old. And even if you're feeling old right now or you're feeling out of shape, whatever it is you're feeling, if you were to look at that 103-year-old's version of you, what would you like to be able to say about yourself when you're at that point? What would be a real win for you looking back on the next however many years of your life? Is it something you'd like to master in yourself? 
Is it something you'd like to expand professionally or personally or out in the world or in an organization you belong to or in your family? What is it? And as you start thinking about this, you can create little mini versions of this bigger purpose and try them out. I like to say that a life vision statement or a life purpose statement is sort of a draft in progress for quite a long time, and you might add to it or refine it over time. Um, I started working on this myself a few years back, and I wrote a statement that was something like this. My purpose in life is to become the best version of myself and help other people do the same. Now, that might sound pretty simplistic, and it is. But over time, I've developed it, added to it, crafted it differently, and I've really refined it into more of a paragraph for myself. It's specific, and yet it drives some clarity to all of the choices I'm making. So now my sense of purpose that I have written as a statement for myself is going to include some guidance and direction for me where if an opportunity comes to me, I can think about my long-term purpose and decide. Is this a step towards fulfilling my purpose? Is it something I want to commit my time and talents and energy to for the sake of contributing this greater purpose? And if it's not, what other value am I going to be living if I take that opportunity or commit my time to it? If I'm going to start doing that and moving away from my main purpose, then I want it to really feel meaningful to me in terms of serving other people or filling out one of my other values that I care about, or just being present for those relationships that matter most in my life. So there may be other reasons why I might say yes to things or commit my time, but generally this purpose statement and this idea of my purpose and where I want to be in the long term is going to be guiding everything that I do. And then when I check myself against that purpose, I can, at the end of a day, or at the end of a phone call or a meeting, or at the end of the week, whatever it is, I can actually evaluate myself against that purpose. And I can say, did I do this today? Did I take even one tiny step towards doing this fully today? Um, How much more am I moving in the energy and direction of my purpose? And then I can really notice Where is it bringing me joy? Where is it filling out the happiness of my life and the satisfaction in my life? And it's totally fine if I'm not like hitting the goals that I'm setting for myself yet. Like if I still have a longer timeline for those things, it's not at the end that I'm going to feel the joy. It's going to be the whole way on the journey because I'm keeping that purpose in mind. I'm tying to that purpose and I'm noticing little steps to fulfilling it even better throughout time. So joy comes in developing that purpose, having a long-term meaningful goal that's personal to me and continuing to grow into it and to make a difference in that regard. So how can you develop this sense of purpose that's going to bring more joy into your life? I recommend kind of circling back on where we started at the beginning of this podcast episode, and that is to go over your wheel of life, the one we started with in the first episode. And as you look at your wheel of life, think about what you could do right now that's going to help satisfy you and fulfill you more in one or more of those areas. Now, as you look at your values, think about living your values consciously every day, using them to make decisions, using them to reflect on your day, your performance, how you're living your relationships and how you're getting up in the morning, 
all of those things that you do can connect to your values and to the different domains of your life that you looked at in the wheel. And of course, over time, you can be growing these new skills that cultivate reframing, using your resources well, visioning the future, cultivating gratitude, and being more fully present in every area of your life. As you're working on these three areas, you're going to be gaining a little bit more clarity about where you're headed, where you want to go, what matters most to you. And now we're ready to nail down an initial draft of a life purpose statement or a vision or a long-term goal. So this is the next step. I have a lot of opportunities to work with people who are developing areas of their life, like those domains I talked about in the wheel, or who are clarifying their values and aligning their work or their life to them. And I also work with folks who are adding new skills and trying to really develop some part of themselves where they really want to perform differently or behave differently or think differently. Now, none of this means that anything about you is bad. Not at all. What we're looking for is taking where you are right now and lifting it up a bit and adding more joy to your life. So we're taking what's good and we're making it great. Adding that sense of purpose can come from a little thought work around your life purpose, some reflection on these other things we've talked about, and some initial drafting on pen and paper. If you'd like to work through something like that with me, feel free to reach out to me. I do individual one-on-one coaching, and I'd love to see if that's a good fit for you. If you're already working with me, thank you. Thank you for partnering with me on this step of your journey. If you're not interested in a coach at this time, I invite you to come back for more and more episodes of the Mindset for Life podcast. We're going to keep talking about those things that are really a mental game that take place at the foundation of who we really are that can make all the difference in how we feel, how we act, how we behave, and the results we're getting. I really appreciate your time being here, and thanks for joining me every week on this Mindset for Life podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time, and here's to being the best version of you. If you like what you heard today, share it with a friend. Leave a review on iTunes. Check out the resources at my website, drbcoach.com. I'm Bethany Hansen, and thanks for listening.